this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 9th, 2019. Strong hand, be a unique beast, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Having hype, unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin in motion, offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. We've got a lot to catch up on here. Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. The CEO of eToro, uh, Yoni Asia, was on. I'll be uh, interviewing him tomorrow at an event in Tel Aviv with Udi. It's going to be great. But Yoni was great. And it's definitely a different perspective. Uh, it's a trading company. They deal with some altcoins there. Uh, this show, it shows how the entire ecosystem works and it takes a step back from, I mean, kind of our world that we talk about, you know, Bitcoin centric. It's a larger ecosystem. There's altcoin people in it. There's trading. Of course, we're strong handers. So you get, you get a better perspective. The guy is smart. Um, he's doing real well for himself. He's, uh, he was running the, the company before it was even into cryptocurrency. It did stuff with trading beforehand. He's an interesting guy, and it's just amazing the, kind, the, the tech that's coming out of Israel. He's just one of many uh, technology companies. and it was, a, it was an honor to have him on the show, and I'm not, I don't know anyone else that's interviewed him. Best guest in the space. So check it out. It's definitely different. It's not Tone Bays. It's not Vinnie Lingham. It's, it, it's, not, uh, he's, uh, it's not Simon Dixon. It's someone totally different. All right, pound that like button. So thank you, Vention and Guy. You guys sent uh, Super Chats the other day. Also, flooring guy sent four ninety nine. He says, "I hope you, uh, I hope you invite more guys like this one, smart, knowledgeable, and not biased." Well, well, thank you. And he was talking about y Yanni. Um, he he enjoyed it, so that's good. Uh, and link to below is more information about the debate or the discussion that Yanni and uh, Udi will be having at the event in Tel Aviv on September tenth, which is tomorrow. D and DD, that's the name of the event. Uh, blockchain week has been going great uh, so far. I will talk about who I saw and met in the flesh yesterday. But first, let's go back to America real quick. Now, when Tone Bays was on the show, and that is linked to below, uh, techbalt.com shows all of the This Week in Bitcoin show. He was on a few weeks ago. He mentioned how he was gonna come to Tel Aviv originally, but he ended up, uh, he would have only been in Tel Aviv for a day. He wanted to see Israel for like a week. And so instead, he went to the, a conference in D.C., in Washington, D.C., near where I'm from. I'm from Baltimore originally. And it's called the Black Blockchain Summit. And so Tone is speaking at this. And I said, that's awesome, dude. I think it's Howard University is, is putting it on. Their hashtag that they're promoting the event on Twitter on, I thought was hilarious. Satoshi is black. Hashtag Satoshi is black. Well, that it just shows you, man, anyone can get into Bitcoin. So good for them. Good for Tone. I, I hope it went well. I guess it was today. Uh, so I thought that was a, a great hashtag on Twitter. And, and don't let anyone tell you that Bitcoin is just for certain people. It's for anyone. No one is stopping you from getting into this. Okay, so good for Satoshi is black. Uh, JC in, uh, my buddy JC had this tweet and then he has a quote of someone, two things I have learned. FOMO is the ultimate blindfold. 
Bitcoin punishes the impatient. Ooh, I like that. FOMO is the ultimate blindfold. Bitcoin punishes the impatient. So uh, he also told me uh, this uh, quote, which isn't his words. Uh, Our kids will one day ask us, why is gold valuable if it's not backed by Bitcoin? <sighs> Love it. We're going to talk about an older dude who thinks Bitcoin should be backed by gold in a second. Again, link to below are all the, uh, my, my, my different shows, like the one I had, the Trace compilation show, the, the Tur- Turdmeester compilation show, Bitcoin Focus is the name of the series. And we just had one about the NFL also earlier today. This is my second day show of the day. We'll talk about that in a second. 18 million, we're almost at 18 million Bitcoins mined. I guess people will start talking about that. Time really flies. Value your time in halvings. Pound that like button. Okay. What is this? Dan Tapiero. Oh, you, you guys loved him beforehand. The uh, security truth machine guy. That's how he, he, des- he described Bitcoin. This traditional investor, macro investor, whatever you want to call him. He's got a quote out there linked to below. Is this what he's describing? Is this the Tapiero line? What I'm about to tell you guys about the trillion dollar Tapiero line. Oh yeah, we've had the Hoffman line before. That was the $100 billion line for the market cap. But what is this? A lot of big money is managed by guys over age 55. Given 30 years experience in traditional portfolio management techniques and focus on traditional markets, very few can take the leap to believe in the investment case for Bitcoin as an asset. $1 trillion market cap for Bitcoin will be a wake-up call. And again, that'll be when Bitcoin is worth about $55,000. Oh, wow, that'll be quite a day. Don't want to rush it. Value your time and havings. But there you go. Tapiero line, baby. $1 trillion. Pound that like button. It will mean something. It's going to be a wake-up call to those traditional investors and they will have missed out on what we haven't missed out on was they'll be paying 55,000 a coin. Oh, it's worth my, it's worth my interest now that the, the, the sector is worth a trillion dollars. The Bitcoin uh, market cap is worth a, a, a trillion dollars. But you and I, we've known about this. Thing. We've had the insider information. We didn't need the Tapiero line to reassure us. We didn't even need the, uh, now some of you needed the Hoffman line to keep your hands strong. Some of you needed that. Uh, but many of us here, uh, me in particular, check out the archives. Now, yeah, I, 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 knew to, I knew to bust into this when it was in the three-digit realm. Pound that like button. So yeah, they can get into it when it's in the, in the, uh, the upper uh, five-digit realm there, 55K. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm happy the way things turn. But it's still early because we're not at the Tapiero line yet. Now, I want to point out something in this thread. Uh, in the Dan Tapiero thread, because Tordemeister said, added to it, he's like, it would only take about a 5x. It would take five, we're 5x away. He said, we're 5x away from the Tapiero line, from a trillion dollars on market cap. Okay. And so a guy with, and I linked to this guy in particular, his tweet, his reply, his question, 
He's called XRP 2020 Freedom. This is the kind of question that comes from someone like XRP 2020 Freedom. He asked, well, well if, if the market cap is going to 5x, what's, what's the price? What will be the price of Bitcoin then? And people were like said, well, you know, 5x. And then again, he said, well, what would the price be? I want to know what the price of Bitcoin would be. What would one Bitcoin be? And again, so with people like that in, uh, that make up the entire market, like this XRP guy that doesn't, he, he doesn't understand what a, a market capitalization is, okay? And uh, he, with people like that, how are the, we're supposed to assume that the having is priced in? If he doesn't get what that is, there's no doubt there's plenty of people just like him that don't, that don't know what the halving is either. It's the wild, wild west out there. Anyone can get in this. You don't have to be a mathematician. Uh, you don't have to understand eighth grade math or anything like that to get into this, clearly. And so for people, that's what the market is, is made up of. There are plenty of, plenty of people that trust the having isn't priced in you you read what xrp uh 2020 freedom said and you tell me that this market made up of dudes like him uh that the that the having's priced in all right so yahoo finance and uh, this is from friday and it's a uh it's a quote from uh, fed chair jerome powell after jerome powell said this the price went down a hundred eight hundred dollars Price of Bitcoin went down $800. That's why you got to have a strong hand because for some reason, this, the market, the Bitcoin market, the people that like to cause panic in the trading side of things, and this is their right, they, they play off of what uh, people at the Fed say. Uh, they, try to, they try to treat this like, uh, <laughs> like, like the stock market. Every, everything that the Fed says, you, you panic over. You try to interpret and what, what they don't realize yet is that it doesn't matter what your own pal freaking says. That, that doesn't, for the long term for Bitcoin, that does not matter. But in the short term, people freak out. And this is definitely what caused it because right after he said it, I mean, you can check the times. Woo! He said, we are following the whole question of digital currency, says Fed Chair Jerome Powell. It's not something that we are actively considering. For us, it raises significant issues that we, we would want to see resolved. So basically it was a word salad uh, that really didn't give a very clear opinion and uh, people went, you know, they panicked. So I expect that to happen many, many, many times in the near future. There'll be another word salad released from some government official that doesn't, that won't be very clear and that people will panic and then it will, it will recover. We've seen it happen many, many times. We'll see it happen again. That's why you got to do what the shirt says. Strong hand. Strong hand. You don't care what Jerome, what Jerome Powell says. All right. Who's another famous Jerome out there? I keep thinking. Of, <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you what I'm thinking. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 TechBalt on Twitter. That's me. You mentioned TechBalt on there. It's a good tweet. I'll retweet it. Best guest in the freaking space. Gotta love this channel, baby. The biggest supply shock in the history of the financial markets. Yeah, that is the upcoming halving that we've been awaiting since 2016. And 
Oh, a little housekeeping here. I've said a few times, uh, facebook.com slash disruptmeister. I made a uh, Bitcoin Meister Facebook page. And I'm glad I did that now because I discovered that for like the last two years, there been a, there's been a fake Bitcoin Meister Facebook page. <laughs> so now there's the real one. It's sad that a few people out there, a few, and I know who they are. They thought that was really me on that fake Facebook page. And it's clearly not me, the way the guy's speaking and kind of like uh, pumping certain things. <sighs> guys. So yeah, now there's the real one, the real fit, which there's not much on. It's just me posting a few of my videos. Maybe I'll do something big with it, but at least there's a real one now. So people won't see a fake one anymore. And again, people, please, that's my Facebook home for Bitcoin. Facebook.com slash disruptmeister.com. The, the Adam Meister on Facebook, that's my real life Adam Meister. Only if you've met me in real life, contact me that way, please. If you haven't, just don't. It's not, I don't really mix that with, uh, okay, if you know me, if you've met me in real life, fine. If you think that's necessary for some reason, but Facebook.com slash disruptmeister.com slash disruptmeister. That's the Bitcoin Meister Adam Meister on Facebook, all right? So. I mean, there's so many other ways, you guys, if, if you're interested in me, there's YouTube, there's Twitter. Uh, I mean, I, I really don't get why you have to see my, my Facebook page, my, my personal Facebook page. It's just, it's ridiculous. To, to, if you've never met me in person, if you're not, like, if you don't personally know me. Uh, the, the other stuff, I, I, I put so much out there over YouTube and, and Twitter and so the other thing it is personal so please i mean people still to this day try to connect to me that way it's just if you haven't met me in person i i don't know you i really don't i don't know who the heck you could be a lot i mean there's a lot of not so good people that try to contact me that way too so i i you might be a great person but no we're not linkedin you, you can i mean the linkedin things with that just Twitter and YouTube. It's, it's all out there. I do a new show every day. What else do you need to see? You need to see pictures of me from 2011? I mean, does, is that something? I mean, who cares about that stuff? Stuff's for my family and, and people that I know in real life. I mean, you want to see pictures of my dad and my mom and my grandma? I mean, what's if you do, if you do say, Adam, make a video about your dad and your grandma and your mom and everybody. Maybe that'll be a, a, a Saturday show. I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> there is something called, um, I, I'm just not the biggest fan of uh, the, the Facebook platform. Really not a, a big, in terms of like, um, in terms of the uh, attention economy. Not a bit, in terms of, you know, putting my, personal pictures out there and stuff and having a backup copy of all these pictures I have saved in various different places and backing up my family's uh, and so some friends from some relatives some meisters in different states can see it it's good for that but I'm not like trying to have the world see my nieces and nephews and it's like I, I don't care about fitting in that way at all I don't care about fitting in at all like that's what Facebook and Instagram and stuff it's for people that want to like oh look I got a hot girlfriend oh look I got this I got that and that, that. That's not what it is for me. And so I don't want people that I don't know to see that stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, in, uh, I don't know why anyone would see it, want to see what I, what I looked like in 2007. 
What, what beer was Adam drinking in 2009 in the picture he was intoxicated? That, that's for the people I was drinking with back then. Uh, FinCon Expo. FinCon Expo. What is this thing I, I, I stumbled upon? It's, it was in DC and there was not one crypto or Bitcoin person or Bitcoin sponsor or Bitcoin mention. We're bringing together 200 plus of the best digital content creators and experts in personal finance and investing to help you learn in a variety of formats. Okay, so these are people who are supposed to know about personal finance and not one is in the cryptocurrency or Bitcoin and not one of the sponsors. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. And there's a lot of fancy sets of graphics. This was a big thing in DC, a big thing, okay? And it, it's just hilarious. It, they're into their fancy sets of graphics, all these big talkers talking about complex things you could do, follow them, buy their expensive courses. Oh, look, they work for this big company. They, and they've been preaching that for years and years. It's simple. It's simple as this freaking channel. All you had to do was buy in a freaking hole. You didn't need fancy sets. You don't need all those 200 people. It, it's, and, and they still don't get it. There's still people paying thousands to go to that convention, thousands to advertise at that convention. It had nothing to do with cryptocurrency. I mean, they're in a, they're in the past there. It's unbelievable. But they had fancy sets and graphics. So. <laughs> they got their 80% or share. So that, that, that makes them happy. Uh, I, I would assume that, that organizations like that are going to wake up and at least get some crypto scammers there or, or some really shady altcoin freaks eventually. I mean, all right, that's the link to below if you want to check that out. And again, if you want to support the show, retweet the tweets. And I have been tweeting uh, quite a bit uh, today. Here, Squawk Box uh, CNBC had Mark Mobius on. And he's some old dude. And he started talking about gold and, and Bitcoin and that the blockchain can be broken into. He is gold is old personified. He's why you want to drop gold. Mark Mobius. You watch the clip. You tell me you still like gold after this. He's like, well, if Bitcoin was backed by gold, I'd be interested. But the blockchain can be broken into. Okay, so you, you got to ask yourself a, a serious question when you're watching a guy like this who's who's excited about gold and his uh, I wouldn't he doesn't get excited like I get excited. I think he would have a anyway. But uh, <laughs> are the youth going to go in that direction? Really? I mean, twenty year olds, people that are teenagers now, are they going to go with Mark Mobius? This is why you buy and hold this stuff. Speaking about uh, young people, yeah. Well, Christian, you, Christian's been on this channel before. He's got his podcast. Uh, he, he tweets it. He DMs me today. And he says, you know, I'm going to be in Tel Aviv. So he's in Tel Aviv. But, and he wants to hang out because it's Tel Aviv Blockchain Week. Also, Aaron, uh, Aaron Von Weirdom, he sends me a DM yesterday. He's like, are you going to the Bitcoin embassy? I'll meet you there. Uh, and, of course, Giacomo Zucco made it into town. And so last night at the Bitcoin embassy, I met two guys that have been on the show before, Giacomo Zucco and Aaron Von Weirdom of Bitcoin Magazine. Quite an honor. I'll meet Christian, I guess, on Thursday night, I think. Uh, but I, 
it is great to me. Those guys are just like they are uh, on my show. And Christian is too, because I met him before he was even on the show uh, long ago now. But I linked to a picture of Aaron and I in front of the uh, Bitcoin embassy in Tel Aviv last night. Aaron Von Weirdham also has a great article about a subject matter I talked about a few days ago, the Shamir backups for, for the Trezor for your, your recovery seed. You now can have, it's, I explained it in the previous video. He explains it very well in his article. It is only for the Model T Trezor. And for those of you that say the ledger is better, well, this is, the Model T seems to be the best now if you, you can do this recovery seed, uh, recovery method uh, by, by splitting up, by having like basically five different recovery seeds and you keep them all in different places. And in order to recover your private key, you only need three of them. So someone could steal one of them, someone could steal two of them and you'd still be great. Uh, so that's linked to below. Aaron is the best writer at Bitcoin Magazine and a, a great guy to meet in person. And I'll see him tomorrow. I'll see Giacomo and him tomorrow uh, at, the, uh, at the event that I'm going to be on stage moderating the, uh, the Udi versus uh, Yoni uh, discussion. Moving on, Flaxman, Michael Flaxman. Is that his name? Have you ever heard of a smart sounding friend say that they aren't sure about Bitcoin, but they believe in blockchain technology? This is like saying you believe in airplanes, but you're not sure about the wings. And that's actually a quote from Parker A. Lewis. Not Parker Lewis from the uh, Fox series, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Oh, pound that like button for that 90s flashback. <laughs> so the NFL season, who that guy, I, he had cool shirts from the 90s, Parker Lewis. Those silk shirts, anyone remember that? Okay, so I was just a wee little meister then. NFL season has started, and I, of course I have not watched an NFL game since 2015. But in honor of that, I made a video early today, earlier today, a Bitcoin focus video. And it just goes over some past videos of mine where I tell people, you shouldn't put a $100 deposit down with the LA Rams. You should buy Bitcoin with that $100. And I just quit watching NFL games. You should buy Bitcoin. You should learn about Bitcoin. And it's all when the price of Bitcoin was in the three-digit realm. If you would, instead of putting down a $100 deposit for season tickets with the LA Rams, uh, you would have just bought $100 worth of Bitcoin then. You would have like over $2,700 worth of Bitcoin now. And uh, of course, Thanks to your $100, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Thanks to my $100, I won the Super Bowl. Pound that like button. Now, um, the financial Super Bowl. But that, that is linked to below. And also, I did a, a special tweet of that LA Rams uh, one. That, that is uh, linked. You should retweet that one. It's just a two-minute thing. But please watch the video. It's linked to below. It's a 19-minute video. You play the 2X. You get that. You're, well, some people are going to bark because they're like, oh my God, why are you paying so much attention to the NFL, wasting so much money on it when I could have been buying, instead of buying hats and ridiculous things, I could have been buying Bitcoin. Because again, people laugh. They're like, oh, what's buying $100 of Bitcoin? What's that? That's going to make a difference in my life? Well, back then it sure would have. 
my lord, you have twenty, and that twenty, you have twenty-seven hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin right now, plus the B cash, plus the B gold. Those are crypto dividends that you get again when you hold your Bitcoin. When Bitcoin forks, when Bitcoin their airdrops, you get crypto dividends. Yes, you get interest on your Bitcoin. It's a little-known fact, but you get inside information here. That's the crypto dividend process. So Trezor has a a press release. New Bitcoin-only firmware now available. From now on, we will be producing four different versions of fir firmware, uh, regular, full altcoin support. Okay, so there are four different, for the, for the, this is gonna be the, for the Bitcoin and for the altcoin. For the uh, Trezor 1 and for the, what was it, the Trezor Model T. And, I just want to, the Shamir, the Shamir thing is only for the Trezor Model T. I hope I said that correctly and not for the, the first one, for the second one. All right, for the Model T, which is the second one. Uh, so, okay, so, so, but the Bitcoin only will be, the, okay, so let's get to the point of what, why are they doing a Bitcoin only uh, firmware release now for the Model T and the Trezor? You know, you're like, I've got all sorts of altcoins on my, my Bitcoin. They say every Bitcoin maximalist can now enjoy the wallet interface with nothing else but Bitcoin. All the features of Trezor 1 and Model T available just the way you like it, Bitcoin only. So clearly, they've gotten the, the word out that there's some people that don't want to, they see all this extra junk on their, uh, they think it's junk, on their Trezor. They don't like it. It turns them off. There are enough people out there. I mean, like bull Bitcoin. Uh, Francis up in Canada, he's all about this. There is a, there's a certain clientele that only want to deal with products that only deal with Bitcoin. So this is appealing to them. You can configure your Trezor so it's only up for Bitcoin. And so they, they must know there are a lot of hardcore people that are into that. So a tweet by Tor de Meester, which sums up what I was trying to say, I'm seeing significant growth in Bitcoin-only hardware projects. It makes sense because it's the most broadly adopted platform and customers appreciate the security benefits. And this is elaborated on by Luke Childs very well in this tweet. This, in my opinion, is the main benefit of Bitcoin specific firmware. Simpler, more focused code, doing one thing and doing it well. Signing Bitcoin transactions, simpler code equals less bugs, smaller attack surface, easier code maintainability, faster to implement new features. Very good point. So instead of having dudes working on a million different things in altcoin land and Bitcoin land and releasing it all at the same time and hoping it all works, they've got some dedicated people only doing Bitcoin, only doing very safe Bitcoin releases. It's obviously safer if they're not trying to do something with Litecoin and Ethereum. And again, they still have people working on that, I'm sure, on, for the other releases. But for the Bitcoin-only releases, it, I mean, cross your fingers, they're, they're probably safer than they uh, were before. There's less chance of some type of mistake. Good point there. Uh, what's this dude's name again? I just said, Luke Childs. Remember, disruptmeister.com, all my old videos, there's like over 1,400 of them, dudes. And, and most of you don't have the patience or the time to like search th through them. There's great stuff. And that's why I'm bringing you these Bitcoin-focused videos where I just take out the, some of the very classic pieces of some of the old ones and just combining into stuff that you've probably never seen because who could watch all 1400 of them 
Well, I lived through all 1,400 of them. I can tell you that. You could. You'd be in better shape mentally. I'll tell you that. Your hand would be a lot stronger if you watched all 1,400 of them. You would be very focused on Bitcoin. You would have probably purchased Bitcoin a long time ago, like me. Nick Carter. He's got a uh, what, the most peaceful revolution. Bitcoin is a most peaceful revolution, the most peaceful revolution. Pretty good article. Uh, link to below. Is inflation really necessary in a free market economy? Should central banks really have the right? These are questions that Bitcoin have brought to up, up from below. More people are asking these things he's saying. Should central banks really have the right to, to arbitrarily set the price of money? Should the state really have full discretion over one's savings and spending? Should savers really be forced to trust banks and ultimately the taxpayer to redeem and honor their savings? What does an entry in a bank's database really mean? First of all, if you've got all those questions, just get into Bitcoin. Bitcoin made everybody ask those questions. If you still have those questions, you have to worry about them if you're in, if you are in the Bitcoin overlay with me. And he said, well, not one great point from this thing. Uh, savers may not panic at negative 1% interest rates, reasoning that the bank is providing a useful service after all. They may grumble at negative 3% and start to wonder if their monetary overlords really have it all figured out. At negative 5%, they pile into gold and start to wonder about that Bitcoin thing. Okay, at negative, if you're getting charged negative 5% by a bank, and we're probably going to get that beforehand. We're going to probably get that eventually. Um, if you're still dealing with a bank, I mean, you're really a C-U-C-K, A, A. B, if you, if you think you've got to get into gold at that point, I guess he's talking about, you know, some of these golden holder traditional dudes. But, but by that point, if it's gotten to negative 5% interest rates for your savings account, dude, you better have found out about Bitcoin. And you bet, I don't see how anyone, but that is a great point. That we we will get we'll probably get to negative five percent interest rates one day at at, at banks, uh, and I, and just society will go on. Society will work as normal. There'll be enough cucks out there. That, well, yeah, I can't get those are true eighty percenters at that point. Like, yeah, I don't want to get into Bitcoin. Well, I'll stick around with this negative five percent on the savings. Yeah, I know it sounds insane. It, it sounds crazy now. It sounds crazy, but that is. There's few crazy things. You know, there's people say, you know, the whole economic system is going to fall apart. The people, the dollar will hyperinflate. And I say, no, that's not going to happen. We're going to have hyper-Bitcoinization. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, there's, I say the dollar will remain king of fiat and plenty of people will love the dollar. And, but we will get to five, negative 5% interest rates. I, th I think we will to get to that insane world. And, bec and because there's just so many blind followers out there that just, I mean, they, they think, well, that's the best I can get. I'll, I'll let them charge me that. Uh, <laughs> they Still, they won't get into Bitcoin. But plenty, plenty of people will get into Bitcoin by that point. My, my, that's just like there's 20 percenters or 20 percenters. Okay, They're going to do what they're going to do. And if they're getting robbed like that, there'll be enough of them to get into it'll be It'll be a beautiful thing for us that won't have a penny in banks at that point. Okay, negative 5%. Wow. And I, I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't want to make it yet, but it could happen in this next decade. All right, 2020s. 
golden age. It won't be the golden age for your uh, old-fashioned savings account. It'll be a golden age for your newfangled Bitcoin savings account. All righty, what else is here? So I, I did want to clarify this. People, I think, had some questions about the, the Tel Aviv event. This is a worldwide type of event. I mean, people are coming in from all over the world. And the, the language, the international language of finance is basically English. I, you know, I guess it might be different in Japan, Korea, and China. But everywhere else, Europe, you know, I've gone to events in Portugal. They're speaking English, okay? So, guys, I, I know some people were a little confused. If you come to an, an event in Israel, they're speaking English. Bitcoin embassy last night, everyone's, that's why Aaron and why uh, Giacomo, you know, can hang out there and stuff. They don't know Hebrew. I really don't know Hebrew either. I can read it, obviously. I know it better than Aaron and Giacomo do. Uh, but yeah, so for those of you who are a little confused there, everything is in English. When, when I'm talking about these events, these big events in Tel Aviv, it's, it's all in English. It's, it's all in English. Now, they'll have smaller events maybe uh, that are in Hebrew and stuff, but we're talking about, it's blockchain week. Blockchain week is all in English. They want, it'd be ridiculous for it to be in Hebrew. Why would anyone come from out of Israel at that point? It's, it, not many people speak Hebrew on earth. Very, very few people, very few people. All right. Uh, where we talk about Nick Carter's article and, oh, the court, this I was should have mentioned, this is from Friday, mystery 94,000 uh, Bitcoin transaction becomes richest non-exchange address. All right, so somebody moved a lot of Bitcoin into one address, 94,000 Bitcoin worth. It could have been a big institution of some sort. And, and some people, oh, this is, oh, the rich are getting rich. Compete, don't complain. I've mentioned this many times. There are going to be big institutions. They're going to be stockpiling a lot of Bitcoin. Why don't you get Bitcoin before the next 94,000 uh, Bitcoin address is created, okay? Before the next uh, institution buys up 50,000 Bitcoin. You should probably buy one Bitcoin before they do that because there's a lot of node coiners out there that are saying how unfair, how unequal such a, such a development is. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Totally fair. Fair, unequal is fair. They, this is a free market. Anyone can buy it right now. They just put a lot of, I don't know if they bought all 94. They didn't just buy 94. They rearranged everything, okay? They, they didn't just buy 94,000. Whoever this is, rearranged some stuff. Whatever, that's their business. That's great. That's great. We're going to see big things like this in the future. Don't let it bug you out. Don't let it panic. Don't let it create envy. This is the one Bitcoin show. You start with one, you get the two, three, 10, 200, whatever. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Looking forward to seeing some of you in a few hours at the uh, Tel Aviv event. It will be great to, to meet some new people. Strong hand. Click on those squares.